Welcome to the Mark and Lila Love Broadway Podcast. I'm Mark. I've been a fan of musical theater since I was a little kid. Seeing shows on Broadway, listening to original cast recordings on cassette, and performing in community theater. I'm Lila, and I love musical theater, but I'm a newbie. The theater bug bit me late in life, but boy, did it bite me. So grab your favorite beverage, get comfy, and let's talk Broadway. Hello, and welcome to the latest installment of Mark and Lila Love Broadway. We have a special treat for you this episode. Earlier in the week, we had the opportunity to sit down with Elizabeth Judd, who performed on Broadway in such musicals as Spider-Man, Turn Off the Dark, and Hamilton. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the interview. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. Of course. We want to welcome you to the latest installment mm-hmm. of the podcast, Mark and Lila Love Broadway. Thank Amazing. you for coming on with us, I'm Elizabeth. So happy Jay. to be here. Yeah, Elizabeth, you are our first guest, so we're super excited. Oh my gosh, how special! Yeah, normally what we do is we uh, review um, either Broadway shows or shows that we see here in Dallas, but we, we knew that we wanted to uh, interview people, and you're the first one to say yes to us. So thank you so much. <laughs> We're really excited. Of course. You're, a lo- you're our local girl. Yeah. We wanted a local girl on, yes. and you're a local girl from our high school alma mater. Yes, JJ Pierce. Yeah. Yes, and you, uh, my favorite teacher, Coach Thunder Miller, Yes. We're best friends with his son, Tyler. A legend, both of them. They are the greatest, truly. Good <laughs> deal, family. great. Well, I'm a big fan. I saw you as Eponine in Les Mis at Dallas Center. Oh, Center. Amazing. Loved amazing. It. And I saw you on Broadway in Hamilton uh, when oh you uh, were Angelica. So oh my gosh. I'm, I'm a big fan. And then of course, yeah, me and my, my best friend, Doug, we paid an insane amount of money to go see <laughs> Hamilton when yes. tickets for like, crazy and hard to you know come by and we're in the orchestra i'm short i'm five foot seven there <laughs> is this like six foot two guy in front of me bald head glasses on top of his head oh no so like, like this the entire time like trying to like you know maneuver manipulate so i could That's see so but cool. it was a fabulous show and of course you know we've seen it on disney plus over yeah. and over and over because first of all hamilton's amazing and it was during lockdown. There wasn't really much else that we could do. So yeah, it was a very yeah. special time for it to come out. I was very yeah. cool we got to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Because wasn't it originally supposed to be coming um, to the movie theaters? Yeah, yeah, actually, yes. I'm, I'm now remembering that. It was set to come maybe that fall or maybe the following year in the fall mm-hmm. in theaters. Yeah, but yeah. they pivoted once everything shut down. Okay, yeah. That was a great decision because uh, we watched it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. that's so yes. great. It makes me happy. Yeah. You came to the show pretty early on then, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. it was the original cast had left. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't see Limit Well Miranda. Um, I don't think we saw any of the original cast though, but they're they're forever on Disney Plus, so it's good. Yeah. And you were you were in it from 2016 to 2019, right, Elizabeth? Yes. So I joined six months after they opened. Oh, wow. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So I, I got to do the Tonys and, uh, and oh, the movie, wow. obviously. So cool. Yeah. I got to be a part of a lot of it. That's great. So <laughs> were you in the ensemble when you were in the Tonys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I joined as woman mm-hmm. five. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the onstage kind of singer track. And that's the okay. track that covers the three sisters mm-hmm. all the time. So I started as that. I did that for a solid year. And then I moved off stage and just covered the girls the whole time. Okay. Oh, and then I, I also did a stint as Peggy as well. Okay. Um, wow. And Peggy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So tell me this. When did you start acting? I started acting. Well, first I started voice lessons. That's what came first. I was okay. seven. Um, you were seven. Okay. I was, yeah. So I, pre, pre-high school. Very pre-high school. Yeah. Right. I, okay. I wouldn't stop singing. And my mom was like, I think we should get her in some sort of lesson. So started voice lessons really young. And then I started acting maybe like theater stuff when I was probably around 12, loosely here and there, like a theater camp or something like that. And then I really got into it in high school. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cause they had such great productions. I agree. What was the first song that you remember singing? Um, I really love Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. <laughs> As a little girl, that's very interesting. Seven, that was the one I could not stop singing. <laughs> I expected you to say Tomorrow from Annie, like all little girls who did theater, but yes. that's interesting. I love that. No, I went for the drama. Great. <laughs> right. And uh, what was the first uh, musical that you did? Um, I did, I would say The King and I. Yeah, I was 12 and that's where I met Tyler. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Where, which um, junior high? Um, so they were doing it at Pierce, but they had the kids in the show. So they had auditions like the local kids. Oh, okay. And okay. And that's when you first them. met him when you were 12. So pre-high yeah. school. Okay. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. And here, so either during high school or post-high school, were you also performing in local theaters here, like around Dallas, Fort Worth? I did. I did one show parade at Water Tower Theater. Oh, really? Yes. And I think I think that's the only local show I did at that time until I came back and did Les Mis at DTC, um, Dallas Theater Center, which was incredible. Okay, great. We did a little uh, internet snooping. And I know that, you know, at Pierce High School, you were Kim and Miss Saigon. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That is a very interesting show for high school to do because it's it's big. Yeah. You know, I think. well, the, the theater director at the time, uh, Zed, or Lynn Shaw was her name. Um, we called her Zed. But she loved to take risks and she loved to do huge shows that high schoolers couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, she picked him as Saigon. And I think she had me in mind to do it. And, you know, because I was a senior at that point and okay. she knew that I would love singing through an entire show and the drama of it. And, and all of it. And it was so fun. Yeah, it was, it was really, um, I think that took me over the line as far as like, oh, I, this is really what I want to do or what I want to see, um, what I want to try to do, go to school. Mm-hmm. For and, yeah. Okay, great. And so you said, so you went to school, you went to college for, uh, for musical so theater? I actually, so after high school, I stayed in Dallas for a year. I went to um, Quad C, or I think that's what it's still called, Collin County. College. I did that for a year and I worked a bunch of jobs and then I saved money to move to New York the next year um, where I went to a conservatory uh, is cap 21. So two year conservatory. Mm -hmm. And uh, after the first year, it was perfect because I only had money for one year. (laughs) (laughs) And at the end of that first year, I, um, 
auditioned and booked for the the Spring Awakening tour. Oh, okay, so, great. So that was yeah. your first job once you moved to New York. Yes, that was my first job. Okay, great. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yes, so it what, worked out. So tell us about being on tour. Like, what's um, that like? Yeah, it it was incredible. Especially, I was twenty at the time, and so it's all just fun, you know. Like, I'm sure if I tried to do it now, it'd be a lot more taxing, and you know, you got more you have more strings in life, but I was so free and just down for whatever. And that show in particular, I don't know if you've seen it, um, but it's so powerful and so much fun to do. And that was the show that, you know, cause I think after being in New York a year and being, I w- I wasn't convinced that doing theater was, um, how do how do I say it? it that it was a like generous enough thing to do with my time I was worried that it was a bit like all about me all about I don't know I, I wasn't sure that's what I was supposed to do um after being in school and and that show was the the turning point for me because I saw what that show did what conversations it started across the country that was my first encounter with what art uh what channels it can open for people mm-hmm. after seeing that I was like oh I understand the power of this now and yeah, that's absolutely. What like I'm going for it full full force yeah great yeah Spring Awakening is a very controversial show so yes I know I've seen it a few times and at intermission you know at act two there's less people there because some people are offended oh, yeah. by what's going on stage and yeah. You know, or they don't expect it. They're not really sure. They're like, why do they have microphones on stage and they're dressed in this, this, this old fashioned? And why is this? Yeah. So there, it's yeah, a, there's a lot going on in that show. It was an amazing show to do across the country, you know, because okay. in New York, it's like you have people traveling there to see the show, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's a very liberal uh, city and everyone there is ready for that kind of content. But in, you know, a small town in Idaho, not necessarily. And that's exactly the place that you should be bringing that show to, you know, to start those conversations. Yeah. It was, it was really a life-changing and and special experience. I, I feel really lucky to have had. That's awesome. How long were you on tour with the show? Yeah. How long were you on tour? Uh, Nine months. Nine months. Was that, was that difficult at first just being, you know, cause if, cause if, if I go on vacation, I go on vacation for three or four days or a week, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I'm ready to be back in my own bed and put my head on my own pillow. But yeah. you're in this mindset, first of all, you're working, it's not vacation and it's nine months. So mm-hmm. how was that for you at first? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the beauty of being 20 that you don't really have a home. So, <laughs> you know, and, and I was doing what I loved the most. Um, but of course it's like, you know, it's, it's a lot of one nighters and bus rides all day and, you know, sleeping on the floor of the bus. I mean, it's, it's not glamorous, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's, that's why you, you do it because you love it. It sounds like, it sounds like something you do as a, as a, as a kid and not, but there are adults obviously that do the touring. I think I would enjoy touring if I was in my twenties. Yes. I'm a little bit older than that. I don't think I would like it as much staying in different hotels every, every, every week or so. And well, and I should specify this tour in particular was, um, 
was maybe not as nice as some of the other tours, you know, mm-hmm. as far as accommodations and mm-hmm. some tours can be very, uh, mm-hmm. you know, luxurious. Sure. So there's, there's, you know, I, I know a lot of adults, um, friends of mine who tour and they have families, whatever, and they totally make it work. And it's an awesome life. Okay, great. Um, was this a non-equity? This was non-equity. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, uh, and it was, it was perfect for me at the time. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So Elizabeth, so now bring us forward nine months. So now it's the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. And so then what happens? Then so where do I, you go? I moved back to New York and started working at Club Monaco. Um, the uh-huh. club tour, and was just auditioning. You're just kind of back at square one, you know, a bit. Sure. So auditioning, I think for almost a year. And then I booked um, Spider-Man on Broadway. Yes. Yes. I was in the ensemble and I understudied Mary Jane. Okay. And did you start with them like when in uh, like in workshops or when did you uh, join the cast? Yeah. So that show was obviously controversial and and it had, you know, I think it opened and it closed and it previewed, it went back and forth. So I joined after all of that. Okay. Um, so I joined in like what the the version of the show that it was until it closed. Okay. Um, okay. It was still a crazy experience. There was mm-hmm. lots that happened while I was there, but nothing nothing is maybe traumatic as at, has had happened before I got there. Some of the the injuries mm-hmm. and that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So what was sort of um this is something I'm interested in. I definitely mm-hmm. want to ask you about this on Hamilton, but on this production of Spider-Man I want to ask you too because you to use your word kind of crazy what was like one of the craziest experiences that you had oh gosh um well you know what's funny about Spider-Man is that (laughs) the show would stop often which in other shows is like it's the most disarming feeling in the world you like you know if there's like a medical emergency or something they have to bring the house lights up all of a sudden you feel like you have no clothes on. You have to get off the stage, you know, because it, it like it breaks the magic. Yes. In Spider Man, we had to stop all the time because of technical stuff. Really? So, yeah. I mean, the system they were the flying system they were using was like a beta version, and it was unbelievable when it worked. But we had to stop often. You know, really? Yeah. So that's disconcerting to your vibe. You know, yeah. you're, you're in the moment and you're going through and you're, you're, I mean, in the moment. And then all of a sudden that in the moment gets stopped. And so, yeah. so, but it sounds like that happened a lot. So, well, it happened so much that the cast finally just started to embrace it. So I remember there was one time where uh, we were in these like costumes, these like big dress kind of um they were just like a gray dress and then these big like scream almost masks. Like it was, a. I don't even remember what it was to be honest, but we were fully covered. And there was like six, six girls in a row on a raked stage. And there's a, it's a big flying number. Anyways, we had to pause. And so we're standing there. And then uh, so the, some of the people in the costumes started doing the single ladies dance just to kind of entertain the audience while we were stuck. <laughs> So people just started playing into it. Um, and like Patrick Page, who played the Green Goblin, he would like, uh, he would start like chatting with the audience and just kind of embracing that. 
that might, must be fun to be in the audience for some like when my mishap goes wrong and yes and yeah breaking the fourth wall just talking to the audience so that's cool that's, that's hilarious that's very interesting that that it's like you're walking into work every day and you're like what's gonna happen yeah. today exactly yeah it, it was it was really fun if you let it be <laughs> And so, so you were in those roles in Spider-Man for how long, Elizabeth? Um, I did that six months, I think. And so, so, and you were in Hamilton from 2016 to 2019. Is that correct? Yes. Does that sound right? Yeah. I, there were six months I w- wasn't in it in 2019, but, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So So when you left Spider-Man, walk us through your next phase, walk us through going into and auditioning for Hamilton and what that was like, et cetera. Yeah. So um, let's see, between Spider-Man and Hamilton, I left, oh, I I left Spider-Man to do a show called Bear off Broadway. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I did that. I think that, that only lasted a few months. Um, and then it, you know what, just to give you some like personal insight, it's hard to remember this time because my dad actually passed away at that time. Oh, and sorry, so sorry. everything kind of slowed down and it's, it's hard to remember the, sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so things uh, meld together. Yeah. So I know that totally. you, uh, were involved with the workshop of frozen. Yes. So where was yeah. that? Where was that in between there? Yeah. Okay. So, so bear ended. And then I think that was like January, February. And then later, I think the end of that year, or maybe it was the next year I did the frozen sure. workshop Okay. Uh, at Disney. We did it at Anaheim. Um, we worked on it there and mm-hmm. I did it with Liesl Tommy who directed Les Mis at Dallas theater center. So that happened after Les Mis. Okay, great. And how, ha- and where was this in relation to their, out of town tryout in Colorado. Um oh we so the out of town tryout that was for the Broadway version, yes. Oh, this was for like the parks. This was for Disneyland. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So we went and did a workshop mm-hmm. like on the property for I think it was two or three weeks. Okay. Before they actually put up the show. How oh, was I that? Gotcha. What was that like? Did did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was it was super cool. I mean you know, I love that material. Um, I love working with Liesl, Tommy after Les Mis. So I was, you know, I always say I'll, I'll say yes to anything she asked me. Um, and it was, it was really neat to, to, um, carve out that role for someone and then kind of be the beta for all the like magic in the show. And, yeah, you know, it was, it was really neat. Um, I think that was a really unique experience that yeah, it sounds, sure. like, it's, it sounds very different from anything else up to that point that you had done. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of technical stuff and, but it, it got to be really like, I got to watch people be super creative about how to bring this thing to life for these, for these um, kids and, and part guests. It was, it was really oh, neat. That's, that's very, very special. Okay. So that was later that year you said right after you had after bear yeah and and right in, in there your father had passed away yeah yeah and then you did went and did the workshop and so what what year was was that 2015 then you know okay 2012 it was either 2012 or 2013 
Oh, okay. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Lila just really wants to talk about Hamilton. <laughs> let's get to Hamilton. She, let's just talk about Hamilton. Lila is I'm, like, I'm so, that, she's so excited. Of course. So, I want to talk about Hamilton. <laughs> with the, I mean, it's so exciting to me that a local Dallas girl was in Hamilton and mm-hmm. a local Pierce girl and my friend's son's friend and yeah. just and and just everything that you did i mean to be the understudy for the three sisters to be in the ensemble to play peggy not uh-huh. be the understudy but to it's just it, it's so much it's like this basket of i'm a very visual person it's just like this basket of of riches and, and so i'm just so excited to talk to you about it yeah let's get into it Okay, so something that Mark and I were talking about last night was um, how, how, what was the casting like for, for, like, what was that like for you? Yeah, so I auditioned for a, I think it was a reading at the time of Hamilton Mixtape. Um, and as soon as I got the demo of Lynn singing what was um, satisfied as soon as I heard it. I didn't get it with an S. I was like, it's right there. Yeah, as soon as I heard (laughs) that demo of satisfied for the first time, uh, I was sold immediately. I was like, I have to be a part of this. Um, Obviously, I was a huge fan from In the Heights. uh, and, And like so many people that ended up in Hamilton, In the Heights was so pivotal in their journey to theater. Um, so I was so excited, auditioned, got close, didn't get it. Then I auditioned again when they came and did a workshop of it. Um, I think I was auditioning for Peggy at that point and then heard that it was, you know, some technicality, didn't get it. Then the next time I auditioned was for Off-Broadway and it was between me and another girl. The other girl got it um, for Woman 5. And okay. then six months into the show, she was leaving. They brought me back, audition again. And I was, I was, I was so at my end with it. I was like, if I don't get it this time, I don't know if I'm coming back. Cause I, it's so emotional, you know, to just keep auditioning for something you want so badly. Absolutely. I was like, this is becoming a toxic relationship for me. <laughs> like I yeah. can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's, um, it's hard. It's taxing. Absolutely. Yeah. And so so for that audition, it, it ended up it was me and another girl and they brought us back and forth into the room a couple times. And then and then I heard the next morning that I got it. That's did, fantastic. Did you completely freak out and scream and I did. Call yeah. Everybody you know. <laughs> I was with my mom and my sister. I'd flown home to Dallas that oh, okay. And then they called me and I had $15 in my account and I was so, yeah, I was very happy. It was an exciting, exciting. That's fantastic. That's a very typical story though. I always hear people, I had a quarter to my name and all of a sudden I had this big blockbuster Broadway show. So that the world just works in very mysterious ways. So that's awesome. I'm very, very obsessed with a chorus line, like completely (laughs) and totally obsessed. And today, when I was running some errands before I came here, the song, I really need this job was yeah, in yeah. my head. So I bet it was in your head too. You yes, those are the stakes for sure. Oh, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's fantastic. And you were here in Dallas and you got that call and you were with family. That's yeah. great. That's, yeah. that's very exciting. But yeah. I had, um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I'm so fascinated with what I'm about to ask you, okay. which is, you know, you talked about being in the touring production for nine months of Spring Awakening. And then um, if I've got my years right, you were in Hamilton from 2016 to 2019. Yeah, uh, I'm very interested to know of those two of touring and you're in city, you know, like one city tonight, one city tomorrow, sometimes a city for two or three nights versus, hey, I'm going to the same office for the next three years was there one that you preferred over the other one or on different days did you prefer one over the other one um I think between those two experiences you know I I would have to say Hamilton because or just I'm just a Broadway show in in general because sure it's nice to be able to, you know, you don't have much time on a Broadway schedule, but it's nice to be able to have some sort of life outside of the show. Whereas on tour, it's super hard to do that, almost impossible. And at least, you know, having that base in New York, you can, you're free to, you know, live your life a little bit. So yeah, you've got some stability there. You know, that at least once it's either five o'clock on Sunday or 10 o'clock PM yeah. on Sunday, you know, that at least you have the next, what, 30 hours off yeah, to go you, through your laundry and sleep and see your family, et cetera. Totally. Be your apartment, decorate, you know, anything you can have a yeah. dog, things like that. Um, yeah. And not to mention the crew and the front of house, like everyone's the same, you know, those things aren't changing. And it's nice to all feel like you're you know, the whole theater is working together every night. Gotcha. That's interesting. Um, were there any days though, where you sort of prefer the touring? Like were, were there some experiences that you had on tour where you were like it, you know, on Broadway, I didn't have this type of experience. It was so fun to do X or Y. And I could only have done X or Y being on this tour. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I think I think be uh, if I had been on a different tour, you know, some tours have longer stops in cities that you want to, you know, that you I would like to be in, like Miami or LA, or you know, you want to be there a little bit longer. That would that would be very cool, especially like in when you're on Broadway, it's hard to travel anywhere. Oh, it's yeah, good point. Really hard to go anywhere. So that would be. I mean, Hamilton was just in Hawaii for like a month. So really? like that, so that kind of tour, yeah, I'm sure I'd yeah. be like I <laughs> a month in Hawaii instead of coming to 46th Street every day. But like, mm-hmm. but, but going to 46th Street every day is such a dream. It, it, that doesn't really, even on days when you're like, okay, this is feeling a bit like a corporate job right now. It's only a little bit. Like it's still, it's still very dreamy. That's great. Yeah, that's neat. I, I actually had a friend that was doing the touring production of Fiddler on the Roof. Mm-hmm. And I went to see him last year in Tyler. So okay, I yeah. one of my friends and we went on a Saturday night and I, he is my friend's son. So mm-hmm. who I went to camp with, it's her son and he's like 24. And so I grabbed this bag from the grocery store and I filled it with chocolate and candy and all stuff like that. And I saw him after the show and I met him you know, in the parking lot by the bus before he had to go. And you would have thought that I gave him a gold bar 
a literal gold bar. I said, here you go. This has chocolates and Skittles and Starburst in it. And he lost his mind. And he was like, thank you so much. And then when he got on the bus, he texted me. He's like, I'm sharing the chocolate with everybody. Yeah, big hit. Being, like, I'm not a mom, but I act like one. She's and I'm like, everybody's mom. I'm everybody's mom. Everybody's and I'm like, mom. Daniel, do you need money? Do you need money? What's your PayPal? Yeah. And he's like, Lila, they pay yeah. us. They pay yeah. Yeah. If you need money, just let me know. You have my number uh, and we won't tell your mom. And he yeah. was like, the chocolate's enough. Totally. Yeah, that's that's a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on the bus. The bus show. Yeah. When he joined Hamilton, there were there were a lot of the original cast was still there, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think most all of them except yeah. the person I replaced and one other ensemble. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So what was it like working with them? I know they're now they're just like your friends are normal people, but from an outsider, you know, what, what, what's Lynn Miranda like, you know, what's yeah. the suit like, what are these, you know, what these, these people that we see on TV and in the movies, what, what are they like to work with on a, a, a nightly basis in the theater at the Richard Rogers? Yeah. I mean, it was honestly a very special group of people. And I think, you know, a great, what can be great about theater is you're all dorks to an extent, you know, mm-hmm. you're theater dorks. So it's we're like, theater, we're theater geeks. I get it. Yeah. And that's I'm, like fun. I think that's, yeah. It's fun to embrace that. It's like, don't act too cool. Cause at the end of the day, you're still a theater nerd, you know? And that's <laughs> like, so I don't, it didn't feel like, you know, for as huge as the show got as like famous as some of the people got, I never really felt like anyone was big timing anyone else, you know, like, there was a good sense of, I think they had done the show together for so long at that point too, that they were really just riding this ride together, you know? Um, no one person felt like the star even, even Lynn having, you know, yeah. written it and acting in it, you know, even he didn't feel like, I mean, he's the biggest theater dork of them all, to be honest. Huge. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was so he's amazing. Philippa Sue is a lovely, lovely person. Like I just saw her in Camelot and she's yeah. phenomenal. Oh my god, she's wonderful. She's so intelligent. She's funny. Like she's great. I mean, Renee is like the mom to everyone, but she's oh, I so that. I mean, the most like fun mom you could ever have. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just like she's so maternal and um yeah. And all the guys were so funny. It, honestly, just an incredible, incredible group of people. I'm, I'm seeing two of them tonight and like, they're really, oh, really? really? yeah, they're like very, it's still very much a family. Um, do, do, you, do you all have like a text, text ring going? No, I'm, I'm not any sort of thread, but I just have like, you know, I've, I've probably seen five people from the show in the last two months. <laughs> Really? That's awesome. Yeah. So they come out because you live in California now. Is that correct? I do. I'm in LA. Yeah. So they, so don't stay in touch and you see them when they're, when they're yeah. in, well, in, your, people, in your neighborhood. Yeah. A lot of people live over here. Oh, okay. Um, and it's just a very tight knit group. Even me coming in six months later, you know, that's great. That's, that's yeah. a good feeling. Yeah, that's a really sure. good feeling. Um, so when can we plan to see you uh, back on stage? Do you have any plans to? Great question. Um, well, I just had a baby five yeah. months ago. Otis. Yes. Yeah. Otis. Yes. Yeah. We, we know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cutie so, 
Thanks. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just loving that right now. And I'm just being fully present in that. Um, but I know that the right thing will come along at the right time, you know? Absolutely. But again, like that theater schedule is crazy. It is really hard. So it's, you know, whatever it is, it'll be something that I feel very passionate about and I'm excited to do. And, and I know my, my husband will love picking up and going to New York for a season. So great. (laughs) So being in California, are you considering maybe movies or voiceovers or something that's more conducive to a schedule of a mom? Yeah. So I, I moved here at the beginning of 2020, um, to, to pursue more like TV film and, and then the pandemic hit two weeks later. Right. And then, you know, life happens and I, you know, got married, had a baby. So it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's interesting. And now there's a writer's strike. I don't know if you've heard about it, but I have, yes. I, yeah, I heard a couple of days ago about that. Yeah. So I think that, you know, maybe once that is coming to a close, um, and I've had a little more time to like get my bearings as a mom, I'll yeah. re-enter that space and, and start pursuing that again. Great. How old is Otis? Was he born last fall? In November. Yes. He's five. In November. Okay, nice. Yeah. What advice would you give to an aspiring actor or actress who's trying to make it on Broadway? Mm. Um, oh my gosh. I mean, I always say the the sooner you can learn to be happy happy for others, the better. Because it can be a really hard and seemingly random road. And the best thing you can do is have community. And you have to be happy for the people around you. And it, it only benefits you, you know, not, not even career-wise, but just your state of being. I think so much of the journey of theater and acting is like learning how to be a happy person while it's all happening, <laughs> you know, while you're getting rejected and while you're f- f- trying to figure out your way. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say just more on a personal level find your people and learn to, to be happy for others. I love that answer. That is perfect. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great answer. Yeah. Cause that to use your word that you said community. Mm-hmm. So, cause it's not just about you and getting your part because there's so many others trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And, and it, it can be, but I don't find those people to end up very happy. Yeah. That are own that are, that are so yeah. self-absorbed. Yeah. yeah, you might get what you want, but you're you might not be happy with it. <laughs> That's good, good. Um, so now some just rapid fire, yeah. silly questions that we have. <laughs> um, what is your favorite song to sing? I mean, that changes, but I would say overall, the past decade, probably my most sung song is um, "It Won't Be Long Now" <laughs> from okay, In the Heights. And what song would you like to never have to sing again? Oh. You know, I don't know that I have one actually. Okay. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> that yeah, I guess sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Olives, beets, blue cheese dressing, and Dijon mustard. Do you still dislike these foods? <laughs> um, I'm happy to report that I do like Dijon mustard and beets now. Great. You're, you're yeah. grown up. Uh, yes. Yeah, I was on a a rabbit hole and there was a <laughs> interview like of you when, when you were in a spring awakening yeah like, that was one of the questions I hate not liking stuff so I I try 
now blue cheese and olives once every few months because I'm like come on like I just I hate that. I hate having things try like to push through yes. I hated coffee until I was about 37 years old oh my and gosh I, tried, I did the same thing that you did with uh, blue way. cheese and olives every yeah. six months I would get a cup of coffee <laughs> and I'd be like okay this is why I hate this and yeah. then finally it just kicked in it, and then I went to work for a coffee company so it <laughs> yeah. helped it helped that I liked coffee. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What musical do you think is overrated? Oh, um, oh gosh, overrated. Oh, I want to have an answer for you. Um, oh my gosh, I'm struggling. I don't really have an answer. Or how about a musical that everybody loves and you're like, ah? I definitely have one. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. I'm not proud of this, but my friends will tell you I'm like the person who knows least about theater and theater, which is not a good thing. And I have learned more over the years. But when I entered, I feel like I didn't know anything. I was like, I know what we did at my high school, but that was pretty much it. But yeah, I would say, you know, I used to not really understand Into the Woods and now I'm fully obsessed with it. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's obsessed too. <laughs> I'm complete. And Philippa Sue was in it. I saw yes. opening night last July and Philippa Sue was the, uh, not the baker's wife. She was Cinderella. Cinderella? I, don't she, know. I think she, she was Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah. And, and I was at opening night and I didn't even know until a month ago that I was at opening night. And oh I was my like, gosh. oh my God, no wonder it was so electric in the theater. Yeah, and we just saw it at uh, Dallas Theater Center. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I must've, I saw kind of a strange production of it when I was young and I was like, mm-hmm. eh, I don't really like that show. And then yeah. I saw it later and I was like, this is maybe the greatest show ever written. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, was your co-star in Bear, Barrett Wilbur Weed, as cool as she seems? Yeah, of course. I mean, also that voice. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? amazing amazing yeah I know we we always just be like I don't understand how that sound is coming out of your mouth but never stop (laughs) yeah she's incredible oh what's the first musical that you ever saw on Broadway um well it's funny because when you said overrated I thought of Phantom of the Opera but I couldn't (laughs) say it because I saw it on tour in Dallas the Broadway product but it was on tour sure and that's kind of what changed everything. I mean, that's like what initially got me inspired in, in theater. So I, I can't even say that. Yeah. Also, it's great. It's just yeah. insane. <laughs> what, what was the last musical that you saw on Broadway? Oh, I saw, um, what was it called? A Strange Loop. Oh, oh really? Loved it. Oh, so yeah. last year yeah. you saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, went, I went on a quick trip and I was like, I've got to see something while I'm here. And I went and saw that. That's the last musical I saw. And the last play I saw was the um, a play called The Collaboration. Okay, great, yeah. great. What past Broadway show would you love to be cast in and, which, and in which role? Um, I mean, I love Miss Saigon forever. Mm-hmm. I obviously can't be cast in that because I'm not Asian um, and, sh- and should not be cast in that. <laughs> but that was that was that happened in the past few years and I was like man it's a good role um and then I I would have loved to have played Eponine but after having done it at Dallas Theater Center I'm not sure I'd want to do a different version uh I was so in love with the one we did in Dallas it's like it would be hard to now go do kind of the regular version of that sure that was a great version because it was so different 
Yeah. And yeah, yes. So fun to do. Yeah. Fun fact, Eponine is my dream role as well. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to belt on my own. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's pretty satisfying. And, and Liesl in that production did such a good job of like, just letting us explore new things. And yeah, it was so fun. So um, I have a question. New Yorkers love their pizza. So mm-hmm. what is your favorite pizza topping? When you were there and you were getting your slice at night. <laughs> I would say there is a pizza place across from Hamilton on 46th Street. I don't even know the name, but it's directly across from Hamilton. And on the breaks, we'd go and grab a slice and I would just get pepperoni. And it's like unbelievable. The classic. Perfect. classic. Pepperoni is the classic. Yeah. yeah. Now you being from Dallas, mm-hmm. come on. What's your favorite Mexican restaurant here in Dallas? I mean, Mi Cocina. Yes. Great. The standard. The standard. Uh, Known for home. the Lombo taxis, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's just home. Any uh, pre-show rituals that you had? Oh, uh, um, they, that changed depending on character. Um, for Eliza, I would always eat a bagel <laughs> because I would be kind of nervous, but also know I have so much to do. And a bagel always really just hit for me. I had energy, but it didn't mess me up. Um, and then I'd always just say a prayer right before I walked on. Yeah, great. Well, okay. What was on the bagel? Just butter. Uh, okay. okay. We're talking okay. like settle the stomach bagel. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So not cream cheese, but yeah, bagel. Yeah. So the next no. time I go to New York, I'm going to have a bagel in your honor. With butter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With butter, and I'm gonna I'll tag you on Instagram. Great. <laughs> Elizabeth. Yeah. Post show rituals. Um, again, depending on character. Sure. But uh like Eliza, I'd have to sit in the room for like 15 minutes and just yeah. chill. Just process um, everything. Absolutely. Yeah, just sit still. Yeah. And the last one, who was the most famous person in your phone? In my phone? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Lynn. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the answer. Lynn Miller yeah. Miranda. All right. Great. And and Tyler Miller. Oh, I mean, that's a whole different level. That's right. It is. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth, it has been so much fun talking with you today. Yeah, we can't thank you enough for being on Mark and Lila Love Broadway podcast yeah. today. It's been a blast. We were so excited to talk to you and find out about all of the different things, uh, your rituals and and the casting and just everything that you've been doing also since you left uh, Hamilton. And we just really appreciate your time being on our podcast today. Yeah, thank oh, you so much. It was you. a pleasure speaking with you. I could talk to you for like three more hours. Yeah. So, you have a son. I got to go back to work. You, you <laughs> I got to go get a bagel with butter yeah. on it. Okay. So yeah, actually it was, same. It was amazing. We, we just had a blast. Yeah, thank you so much. And good luck with this podcast. And Hopefully I'll see you next time I'm in Dallas. All right, great. Thank Perfect. you, dear. Have a great rest of the day. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye.